Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis, and here are the movies premiering this week. But before we do that, Travis. Yes, sir. Hello. Hi. How's it going, man? Oh, good. <laughs> you always try to get me. Uh, you almost got me on that one, though. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, uh, so how's your week been going, man? Oh, it's been good. Uh, let's see. Just been working as normal. Um, let's see. I watched four movies this weekend. <laughs> Sound like me last week. Yeah, no kidding. I felt like I needed to catch up. Okay. <laughs> so, um, okay. So I'm going to go with the two I watched in theaters first. Mm-hmm. And I watched The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And I watched The Machine. Thoughts on both? Okay. So The Little Mermaid, I thought, was decent. Um, okay. So... I am a big fan of the original cartoon, and this movie is pretty much a carbon copy of the cartoon, just with live-action actors. Um, I Ariel, or the girl who played Hallie Bailey, is mm-hmm. that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Okay. So she does a really good job on the singing part, and... As, as talking to, um, my only complaint is she doesn't have the red hair. I mean, it as is kind much of red. As it's kind of red. It's more red when it's dry than it is wet. Okay. Um, but I thought she did an okay job. Um, I didn't like Javier Bardem as King Trident. Okay, okay. Um, I just felt like his accent was out of place when i was i guess thinking king trident and thinking back to the cartoon he just kind of had that kind of more masculine burly voice Mm -hmm. and he just had that that accent that just kind of threw me off um and also another complaint i had is also with the lion king is the emotional emotionalist faces on the animals like with sebastian and flounder they just had no emotions right right okay that bugged me um but other than that it was i would say go watch it if you have a chance because melissa mccarthy she does a fantastic job as ursula Mm mm-hmm and I, yeah, I, I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Okay. Um, the machine I enjoyed, um, but it's, I would say it's for a very niche crowd because you really have to be a fan of Burt Kreischer to really enjoy the movie because there are things going on and like little cameos and things that you would only get and laugh at if you've seen his stand up or have listened to his podcast or 
just know anything about him in general. So if you're not a fan of him, you probably aren't going to like the movie. Mm -hmm. But if you're, if you're a big fan like I am and you notice that kind of stuff, then this might be for you. Very nice. Um, okay, so then the two not in theaters that I watched, uh, the new one that I watched was on Hulu. There was the remake of White Men Can't Jump. Okay. I watched that movie. That one was okay. Um, I was halfway expecting a cameo from somebody from the original movie to come in. Like, I was expecting Woody or Wesley or even Rosie Perez. I mean, what has she been doing ever since Birds of Prey? I mean, come on. I was expecting her at least, but she didn't even show up. Um, I thought, I thought it was okay. It kept the same spirit as the original, but I still find the original a lot more enjoyable than this one was. It just, it didn't hit the same feelings as the original one did. (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, And then the last thing I watched was something I've been wanting to watch and to get and to get ready for the sequel coming in June, and that's Extraction. Ah. And that was really good. Okay, okay. Chris Hemsworth is a great action star. Uh, it's action-packed. Um, I would recommend subtitles if you have a hard time with accents, because it's very accent-heavy. Mm-hmm. But other than that, that's my only complaint. I thought it was a good one. Gotcha, gotcha. Fantastic. How about you? Did you watch anything? I actually was pretty darn busy this weekend. Oh, okay. Sure. No, I got got a a lot of yard work done and some stuff done around the house. You know, installed a new storm door, that whole whole spiel. So I'm kind of tired. I getcha, I getcha. Which is why we're actually recording a day later than normal. Because I kind of ran out of time yesterday. <laughs> and, okay, uh, alright, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, by the time that we got everything to a good kind of stopping point, it was already like, what, six thirty, seven o'clock at night? <laughs> and I hadn't started anything yet? Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, then next week I will expect you to have watched five movies. Okay, you know what? I'm just joking. <laughs> Five movies oh, or a, a or a fifth movie of a uh, of some franchise. I mean, hey, whichever one works. <laughs> if you watch five or just or the fifth movie in one franchise, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, you could watch the fifth movie in the. Police Academy franchise. You could watch. Well, you wouldn't watch anything in the horror, so I guess we'll just leave that out. So, how about we get into some movie news? Let's do it. <laughs> Sounds like a plan, Stan. Uh, which uh, brings us to our first one, which is about acclaimed director Martin Scorsese. Hmm. Okay. Who uh, I think was just in was just in Cannes with his new movie. Uh, Killer oh, of the Flower, or yeah, Killer of the yeah. Flower Moons, or whatever. Yep. And apparently, 
he, while he was in Italy, uh, he actually went to the Vatican mm. and spoke with the, with the Pope. And so now he's writing a screenplay about Jesus. Okay. <laughs> now, forgive me if I'm wrong, didn't he already do a movie about Christ, about Jesus? Yes. Okay. Uh, he did a 1988 movie, The Last Temptation of Christ. Christ with William Dafoe. And then he did 2016 Silence. Oh, yeah, with uh, uh, Andrew Garfield. And uh, Andrew Dr- or Adam Driver. Yes, yes. And that, I mean, that was, you know, more of a historical thing about, you know, the mm-hmm. 17th century, so the 1600s. Right. Where two Portuguese Jesuit priests travel to Japan in an attempt to locate their mentor, who is rumored to have committed uh, apostasy and to propagate Catholicism. <gasps> How dare they? No. Liam Neeson was in that, too? Huh. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's done a couple of them. But, yeah, apparently he met with Pope Francis. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Very interesting. Yes. So... Uh, that's apparently a thing that happened. <laughs> uh, moving on to just some other movie news that we have here. Transformers 1 is the animated movie, which I think uh, they were saying is a uh, origin movie. It's an origin it, story. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and it looks like it's actually being pushed back uh, from its original release date of July 19th, 2024 to September 13th of 2024. Yeah, it, according to what it says in the article, it sounds like... It's going to focus on them being kids. Which is kind of weird. Optimus Prime. <laughs> yeah. So, like, young vehicle. So, they're going to be, like, what? Like, Fisher Price. <laughs> <laughs> Tonka trucks. I don't know. <laughs> Hot Wheels. Yeah, I was going to say Bumblebee <laughs> is just a little matchbox car. <laughs> yeah. Driving around. <laughs> um... <laughs> And uh, how how they how Optimus Prime and Megatron became to hate each other, and how that whole war be- got started and whatnot. Yeah, did you did you see the uh, the voice cast for this though? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, so Optimus Prime is being played by Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Megatron is uh, Brian Tyree Henry, mm-hmm. and then it's also got Scarlett Johansson, Keegan Michael mm-hmm. Key. John Hamm mm-hmm. and Lawrence Fishburne, which uh, Keegan Michael Key apparently is going to be the voice of Bumblebee. No, I like that. That's cool, right? But to me, it's like I cannot picture Optimus Prime with an Australian accent if that's the route they're going to go. But I guess I'll have to once I see it or see a trailer and mm. know what the voice will be like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, moving from July 19th, 2024 to September 13th, 2024. Autobots <laughs> roll out. Watch out for Shredder. Um, ah, ah. sorry, uh, going on to, um, some other, actually, music news now, uh, the, mm-hmm. the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that we've talked about before, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, uh, it looks like Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross will be scoring the movie. That's super cool. Yeah, no, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Trent Reznor really has kind of transitioned over to, uh, you know, theatrical 
scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, I mean, <laughs> Nine Inch Nails is, you know... They're was still that, touring. Yeah, as far as I know, they're not, still... Yeah, they're still touring, but they're not putting out, like, new music. At least they haven't put out a new CD. I think they've put out singles, but other than that, they really haven't put out, like, a new album in how long now. So, right, I mean, right. it, it makes sense. Well, so, I should say... In 2020, they did release Ghosts 5 together and Ghosts mm-hmm. 6 Locusts. Okay. Which is their 10th and 11th studio albums. Oh, wow. And it's uh, and sequels to their 2008 instrumental album, Ghosts 1 through 4. Okay. Uh, so we'll have to see. Or, I mean, they are, they are still making new stuff, but to have both of them scoring the, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, like... He he's done he's done a few a uh, few different things, and like they've done like those two together have made some pretty amazing scores for movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like the Social here. Network. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, Social Network. Uh, they worked on the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo together. Yep, they did. Uh, or Trent Reznor, I know, did Soul. Mm-hmm. And then. He composed stuff for the Watchmen miniseries. Okay. Uh, Bones and All and Empire of Light in just this last year. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Mid-90s. Oh, where was All oh, right, Gone Girl. All right, yeah. Like you said, Dr- uh, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo and Social Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he was going to primarily be like uh, David Finn... Or- not david fincher um yeah david fincher uh like uh a staple of his movies but i'm kind of glad that he's kind of moved away from being just with him and now working with other directors and being on other projects Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh by the way he also uh trent reznor did the music for uh or composed the music for a small little video game called Quake. Ooh, okay. Uh, just, you know, to put that out there. I haven't heard of Quake in years. That's amazing. Uh, and then Atticus Raw. Sorry, I'm double-checking this quick. Okay, so he did, like, Book of Eli, and then he, he worked with Trent Reznor on Empire of Light, Bones, and all. Mm-hmm. And also score, or Soul. Yep. Okay. So they did work together on that, and Watchmen, um... Uh, both worked on Bird Box, mid '90s. Uh, yep, Gone Girls in there too. Okay, okay. So, Atticus Ross did Love and Mercy. Okay. Which was the the one about the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So they are teaming back up again, or continuing to team up, I guess, with the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Radical dude. <laughs> <laughs> Cowabunga. Forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. But yeah, going from uh, one, I guess, teenage kind of centered movie to another movie that will probably be a a hit with, you know, kids and possibly teenagers and maybe some adults. We'll see. Mm -hmm. The Minecraft movie that we already know Jason Momoa is attached to. Apparently, they have cast somebody else finally in it. (laughs) That is uh, Matt Berry. Why does that name sound familiar? Uh, he is in the TV show What We Do in the Shadows. 
Uh, he was okay. also in, like, he, he kind of made a name for himself in other UK shows like Snuffbox, The Mighty Boosh, and The IT Crowd. Okay. And so, like, uh, he's also, he's, he's done a lot of stuff. Um, there was a TV show, The Watch, uh, that was based off of a graphic novel uh, that was, I mean, I thought it was pretty good. You mean but the one voiced, with... Uh, I'm sorry? Uh, I talking about the watch, like the movie The Watch with no, Ben no, Stiller? This is, oh, okay. This is a, a TV show. Okay. Where it's a group of misfit cops rise up from decades of helplessness to save their corrupt city from catastrophe, but it is very much a um, fantasy kind of genre. Okay. Uh, because there are like wizards and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. one of the officers is made of rock. Huh. And one of them is like a werewolf and shapeshifters and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, but uh, yeah, so Matt Berry played the voice of a sword in the in the show. Okay. Uh, let's see here. He was, if you ever watched Disenchantment, he was Prince Merkimer. Prince Merkimer. Yep. I've seen the movie, but the name doesn't ring a bell right now. He was he was also the voice of 8D8 in the Book of Boba Fett. 8D8. Which is basically like the the one robot that kind of tells him what's all going on around the city and stuff like that. And okay, alright. Yeah. I mean, I did like uh, IT Crowd. He played the son of the boss who came in after the, the boss um, left. Okay. And so he, he was Douglas Reinholm. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, he, he's the one that uh, during the funeral came in and was like, Father! <laughs> okay. That's Matt Berry. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, to me, he's one of those voices that I recognize pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, or like if I see him, you know, it's like, oh, hey, cool, Matt Berry, gotcha. Uh, so this one was a little, a little bit, uh, you know, cool news story for me. <laughs> awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but going from uh, one video game to another. Fatality. Exactly. We have the Mortal Kombat 2 movie that apparently has been greenlit and is being worked on. Uh, I did not know this. They have cast Johnny Cage for the movie. Ooh, did they? Okay. And uh, let's just say he might be dreading the role. <laughs> There's no bones about it. What? Really? Him? You don't Carl like Carl Urban? Urban? <laughs> Carl Urban is Johnny Cage? Apparently. I don't... Uh... Okay, all right. I, I, I'm going to have to see it for myself to, for me to know if it'll be good or not. But right off of my initial reaction, I'm not a hundred percent sold yet, but uh, I'll remain skeptical. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, uh, it does look like, uh, they have cast a couple more people. Uh, Adeline Rudolph, who was in the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Uh, and will also be the lead in Hellboy the Crooked Man, the female lead in Hellboy the Crooked Man. Uh, okay. She has joined as uh, uh, Katana. Oh, okay. Who was first introduced in Mortal Kombat 2. 
Perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it also looks like uh, Tati Gabrielle, who also was in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, uh, will be played or will be playing Jade. So we are getting Katana and Jade along with Johnny Cage. And uh, we'll see how this all goes. I mean, it seems weird that they're not still following the same storyline that they had in the first movie, possibly. Like, I don't see anything about any returning cast. I mean, you would you would think that Liu Kang would be back, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all the others that were in it. You would you would think we'll have to see. But I I, don't, I guess. Huh. I mean, this okay. is yeah, this is going to be a sequel to Mortal Kombat. Which did that actually get released in theaters? I can't remember, or was it just on streaming? It did get released in theaters. Okay, okay, but that was still when everything was pretty well closed down and so i know i remember i watched it on streaming yeah because that was the first movie that came out on on hbo max i believe was it that one or was it godzilla versus kong i believe it was uh i want to say it was mortal kombat but i could be i could be wrong it's it's been a couple years now so everything blends together at this point right right (laughs) so we'll have to we'll have to see how that all goes but uh, I don't know. It, it seems uh, like going uh, or changing up the main characters and everything like that uh, seems like a pretty uh, insidious strategy. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Speaking of insidious, it sounds like there is a an offshoot of the insidious movies that okay. is called Thread, an insidious tale. And we have casting for that movie now. Ooh, okay. Uh I honestly wouldn't have seen these two in a in a movie at the same time. It just it seems really weird. But uh, Mandy Moore and Kumail Nanjiani. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. It's weird for one that they're gonna be in a movie together because I would never expect them to be together, and two that they're gonna be in a horror movie. Right. Yeah. I mean, like for me, when I think Mandy Moore, you know, I think late 90s early 2000s and mm-hmm. then a lot more recently uh with this is us mm-hmm. where she plays uh the mom to kind of the the three kids right oh that's right you like that show don't you uh until i stopped watching it yes <laughs> oh okay <laughs> i i kind of fell off track with watching it and then i never started back up oh okay yeah yeah and then like camille nanjiani all I really think of is, like, I mean, most recently, Eternals, mm-hmm. you know, but a lot more kind of comedy and stuff rather than an insidious movie. Right. I mean, maybe he'll be like the comic relief, but I am. Uh, but I mean, he did a pretty good serious, serious ish, serious ish role in the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did have his humorous parts, but. It was more serious. Right, right. So, I mean, even more recently than Eternals, Mm -hmm. uh, he was in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, right, yeah. And then he did a TV miniseries called Welcome to Chippendales, which (laughs) I guess did really good with critics. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was the main character in that one. Okay. And then he also just did History of the World Part 2. Okay. Which was a TV series. Right. Yeah, most definitely, like, 
I don't I don't know how he will do in or like how people will see him in a horror movie because as of right now he is kind of typecast in more comedic roles because he is a he is a comedian. Mm-hmm. You know, and one of his like his one of his first movies I think was uh or that he like based off of his life was the big sick right which i mean that was a pretty good movie just in in general too it was it, it was honestly very good <laughs> with ray romano as his uh right. as his uh, father-in-law <laughs> i forgot about that yes it was <laughs> uh so we'll, we'll have to we'll have i mean mm, i don't know i don't know it, it'll be interesting uh travis have fun watching this <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. I yeah. appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I, I I don't like get too scared and lose a tooth. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna see how long I was gonna take you to get that one. I was like, lose a tooth, lose a tooth, uh, lose a toothless, toothless, toothless. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of toothless. How to Train Your Dragon, the live-action adaptation that we've been talking about. Yes. Which, okay. Okay, let's hear this out. When did How to Train Your Dragon come out? Was that... Uh, the first one, gosh, 2010? You are correct, sir. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> 2010, which is 13 years ago. That seems so long ago but still not long enough to make a live action adaptation yeah it's it's a little soon but uh but yeah so just in general i'm not a fan of live action adaptations of animated movies Mm -hmm. with few exceptions jungle book being one of them (laughs) well that's just because it was good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> jungle book is the rare exception <laughs> i only make exceptions for tr- live action adaptations because they're good yeah that's right <laughs> uh so we'll have to i mean cinderella wasn't too bad either beauty and the beast eh, could have been better could have been worse sure. uh I think we talked about this before, Maleficent. I never actually watched that one. I could take it or leave it. Okay. Uh, Snow White? Was that a live-action adaptation, technically? Have they done Snow White? Well, uh, The Huntsman, right? Right, but that wasn't Disney, though. That was... I think that came up before the buy, if if it was 20th Century Fox. Uh, from the producers of Alice in Wonderland, which Alice in Wonderland, that was okay. That was deep, yeah. Uh, Universal. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then, and then we get to ones like. <sighs> <laughs> oh, I just can't wait to be king. Well, I don't want to go back to Pride Rock. Uh no i don't have anything there for me anymore (laughs) father no might as well just named it you know trolls to lion king version um Ah. (laughs) 
with with a few exceptions in the movie like we talked right. about before mm-hmm. uh but yeah so how to train your dragon live action adaptation they've cast a couple of the characters now uh hiccup has been cast with mason thames who was in the black phone okay that kid was fantastic all right and then uh nico parker who was in the last of us uh i gotta figure out remember who she or okay if you who she played sarah miller she so she played sarah she played sarah okay so she also was fantastic she was also in dumbo the live action adaptation oh that was so i i think i think dumbo was worse than lion king yeah that was yeah oh i did not know this mm-hmm. for nico parker mm-hmm. her uh her mom mm-hmm. tandy newton oh who was uh mave in westworld definitely okay and was also in Mission Impossible 2. Right. As Naya Hall. She was the uh, the the hunt girl, I guess. Mm-hmm. In the Mission Impossible 2. Apparently she hated her role in that movie. Yeah, it was it wasn't the best. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah. But I guess uh, Nico Parker is uh, second generation. Okay. She's the daughter of Thandy Newton. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess her dad is Old Parker, okay. Who, who wrote a couple of different things, mm-hmm. uh, like the best exotic marigold hotel, and the second best exotic marigold hotel, <laughs> and Mamma Mia, here we go again, and a boy called Christmas, and Ticket to Paradise, the one with uh, George Clooney and uh, Julia Roberts that just came out what two years ago last year okay mm-hmm yeah last year so we got some uh got a few people that know hollywood as her parents interesting okay uh but yes uh we'll be playing uh astrid okay and then as of right now i don't think we have any other any other uh castings for the movie I mean, it would be kind of hard for Jay Baruchel to play a kid since he is old now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I think Gerard Butler could play the dad still. Yeah, yeah. If they wanted to go that route. Uh, let's see here. So, I mean, technically, when How to Train Your Dragon came out, mm-hmm. Jay Baruchel was 28. Oh, wow. Okay. We'll have to see how this all goes with the live action of How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, I'm going to have to remain skeptical until I see something. But, I mean, so far the cast, I mean, seems pretty good. So, we'll have to see. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but going from uh, dragons to Dracula. Ha. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> kind of, right. <laughs> the movie Nosferatu. That we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. That uh, as Bill Skarsgård and Lily Rose Depp, Nicholas Holt, Willem Dafoe has apparently wrapped filming. Oh. Yes. And so, uh, I don't know. We'll have to see how it, once we get some trailers or something like that, uh, you know, where Bill Skarsgård is going to be playing Count Orlock, uh, mm-hmm. Nosferatu, and then Lily Rose Depp as the object of his affections. Well... I will go see anything that Robert Eggers makes. He's a great director. I've liked everything he's made, so 
Heck yeah, I'm on board for this. And it's got William Dafoe and Bill Skarsgård. I mean, come on now. And also, uh, uh, let's see here. Well, I mean, Lily Rose Depp and then Nicholas Holt and then Aaron right. Taylor Johnson. Mm-hmm. Should be pretty fun. It'd be really funny if Nicholas Holt is playing uh, Renfield again. No, no, he's playing... Uh, we do know who he's playing. He is playing uh, Orlock's real estate agent and the husband of Lily Rose Depp's character. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. All right. So, it, it'll be it'll be interesting. Very much so. Absolutely. Well, hopefully he'll get his dead reckoning. That that segue sounded like an impossible mission. <laughs> it pretty much was. I was really stretching. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we've talked about this movie multiple, multiple times now. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Uh, we have the runtime now. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's going to be the longest Mission Impossible movie yet. Okay, can I guess? I okay. haven't looked. Okay. I'm going to say two hours, 55 minutes. And kind of close. Okay. Two hours and 36 minutes without credits. Okay, all right. So, uh, yeah, basically... I mean, you know, credits will add another, what, 10 minutes on? Something like that? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess depending on, on how many, like, special effects and stuff that they use and how many special effects artists are working on it. Uh, but Mission Impossible does a lot of stunt stuff, too, so there are going to be a lot of stunt people and mm-hmm. stunt teams and everything like that trying to... Uh, I mean, that will show that should show up on the credits. Right, right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, as of right now, 2 hours and 36 minutes... Uh, which is just past uh, Fallout, which had a runtime of two hours and 27 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll go see it no matter how long it is. So, yeah, no, it, it should be should be interesting. Uh, fun fact. Yes. The first Mission Impossible had a runtime of one hour and 50 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they've just gotten longer as time goes on. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Were there any shorter than that, or...? Uh, I'm not sure. Let's see here. Okay, well, let's go on this journey. So, runtime, one hour, 50 minutes for the first one. Runtime, two hours, four minutes for the second one. Runtime, two hours, six minutes for the third one. Runtime, two hours, 13 minutes for the fourth one. Runtime, two hours, 11 minutes. So, went down. For Rogue Nation, and then it jumped back up to two hours and twenty-seven minutes, or two hours twenty-six, twenty-seven minutes. Okay. And now it's two hours and thirty-six minutes for so this by, next one. So by Dead Reckoning Part Two, where it's going to be over three hours? No, I think it'll be two hours, like forty-five minutes, something like that. Okay. All right. That's fair. We'll see how it goes. I like it. All right. Nice. But that does bring us to the end of our uh, movie news here. Uh, before we go on to our trailers, make sure you visit us at Facebook. We're at Facebook.com slash Movies Are Thing. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Movies Are Thing. No spaces, dash, slashes, anything like that. At Movies Are Thing. <gasps> Come on by and say hi. <laughs> and that brings us to our trailers. The first one is The Flash. We have a final trailer for The Flash uh, coming out in, what, two weeks? A week? Next week? Uh, it comes out the 16th. So two weeks. So two weeks, yeah. Yep. Uh, we got a bit more in this one. We we did, yes. 
Uh, we um, did see the new updated bat pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a bit more of the story where he has thinks he has the chance to save everybody's parents. Right. <laughs> but that just creates issues in timelines and everything like that. Exactly. Uh, we get a little bit more of uh, Supergirl. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit more of Keaton Batman. Yeah, Keaton with hair. That was different. I <laughs> uh, haven't seen him with hair since the 90s. Right. Well, there's that too, yeah. Uh, and then, I don't know, we'll, we'll have to see. Dude, I, I... I really want to be hyped about this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just Ezra. It's just what he did. It It's going... I feel like this movie could either do really well and be the saving grace that they want it to be, or this is just going to be another flop on DC's plate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I know they want this to be the savior that they want it to be, but I just... Banking on Keaton is... Uh, right. I feel like they are... They're trying to they're trying to make something out of it, and it's just it, I feel like it's gonna blow up in their face. Mm-hmm. I mean, so with this trailer, they used the song "Time" for it, mm-hmm. which excellent choice, right? Uh, and then they brought back the theme of Keaton's Batman, yep, for his Batwing coming in, of course. Of course. And then I mean, I don't I don't know, man, I. I'm still on the fence about this movie. Like, mm. I I want to see it, but I'm guessing that it's going to be the last Batfleck that we're going to get. Yeah, unfortunately. But yeah, it's true. Um, And I mean, we're going to get like the cameos with like Michael Keaton and everything like that. Uh, but just... It's going to be good to see Michael Shannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's just, I I have hype for this film, but I don't have hype for this film. Does that make sense? No, it. I totally get where you're coming from on that. So like, I, I want to be pumped for this movie. I want, I want to be super excited, but I. There's just something about it that's just is screaming. Don't be excited, Travis. Don't be yeah. excited. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, it is almost like okay, yeah, it's the last movie before they basically reset everything. So why should I go watch it? is what it kind of feels like to me. Right. It's just going to be like a slap in the face because none of it is going to really... It, it, if this doesn't do well, it's not going to mean anything to anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if, even if it does well, it's like, okay, was it because it's good or was it because, you know, this is the last time that we're going to have the technically Snyder versus DCU or DCEU? Oh, right. Exactly. I guess. I guess. Uh, do you plan on watching? I mean, I I know you said you want to, but like, do you want to like watch it? I I don't know. I don't okay. know. Okay. All right. I'm still I'm still on the fence. All right. That's fair. So I think I think that's a lot of everybody. Honestly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, the one that I'm not on the fence for. <laughs> is our next trailer and that is for the barbie movie 
which is something that you would not expect from two in their 30s grown men. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but I think... So I, I did show this trailer to a coworker, mm-hmm. and I think he summed it up pretty well when he said, I hate how much this trailer makes me want to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, like, this movie is going to be a trip. It is. Very much so. <laughs> uh, and basically, I mean, like, within the you know first half of the trailer, you know, they're all in Barbie land. They're having a fun. And Ken's like, hey, Barbie, can I come over to your house? And she's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not really doing anything. We're just going to have a huge party and, you know, co- synchronized dancing and, you know, this great hit song, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, not really doing anything. So, yeah, come on over. It's like, okay, <laughs> cool. And then they're singing and dancing to this choreographed dance. And then all of a sudden, Barbie is like, have you ever thought about dying? <laughs> and the party just stops. <laughs> so, I mean, like, like I said, it's going to be, it's going to be a trip. Uh, yeah, it's going to be really, really good. And then we have, uh, we did see Kate McKinnon's character. Which, okay, she is, her character reminds me of the doll from Rugrats. Yes. <laughs> uh, like oh, Malibu Stacey or whatever, whatever it was? It, uh, no, that's from The Simpsons. What is it? Um, Cynthia. Cynthia, yes. Very much so. The, the Barbie doll that was... Uh, Played with to a very to an extreme, uh, like you know, cut the hair, drew on the yep. face, <laughs> painted on the cl- or you know, took the clothes and painted stuff on them, and <laughs> uh, I you know. cracked up when I saw her. Oh, it was so good. Took markers uh. to the hair to give her highlights. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Did the makeup and oh yeah, it's so good. Yep. Uh. Yep. It, it's. <sighs> I want Sorry, this to I just, be an I just, early. <laughs> I just saw a picture again. <sighs> I want this movie to be an early Oscar contender, but I don't think it will be. <laughs> oh, it won't be. It will not be. It's going up against the early Oscar contender. Oh, it will. Yeah. Because it's releasing on the same day as Oppenheimer. Right. But yeah, like I said, this 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 trailer is ridiculous it is off the wall it is it makes me want to go watch this movie (laughs) and that's something that we never thought that we would say to a barbie movie right exactly like i mean when the first trailers came out i was like okay this one looks pretty good you know it looks like it's gonna be pretty funny whatever Mm -hmm. but this one specifically to have one of my coworkers who would never watch a movie like this i feel like Mm -hmm. to have him say I hate that this trailer makes me want to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty high praise. <laughs> uh, oh, I cannot wait to be working at the theater and to just see all the burly men just come up to me and be like, can I get a ticket to Barbie? <laughs> and I'm going to be like, yes, yes, you can. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, like, even in the trailer, it's like, you know, if you love Barbie, this movie is for you. And then a little bit later is, if you hate Barbie, this movie is for you. Yes. (laughs) 
they don't take themselves seriously and that's the best part about it oh no not at all uh, not at all they know this is ridiculous mm-hmm. so. and they are just hamming it up and i oh it's, oh it's gonna be fantastic pretty much yeah so uh <laughs> go ahead i would say watch you know the trailer that uh just came out not too long ago here for barbie from warner bros pictures i think we should probably get that up onto facebook so people can actually get a look at it (laughs) we might have to we might have yeah because it needs to be seen and not talked about because it is yeah it's something to watch (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh and as much as the barbie movie is going to be a trip this next trailer even more so Mm -hmm. and that is the trailer for problemista Uh Oh, that was t- that was Tilda Swinton, wasn't it? It sure was. Okay, so this is coming from A24, which A24 is all over the place. I don't even know anymore. But they release, basi- yeah, they release anything and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's like this kid is in like this magical world or whatever, and his mom tries to stop him from going to the quote-unquote real world, um, but he goes anyway, and in the quote-unquote real world if you don't get a sponsorship you disappear from the earth oh so like yeah in the trailer you know somebody's like in the in the office or whatever and they're like i'm sorry but you couldn't we didn't get your sponsorship and then the person just kind of like fades away and the paper falls to the floor that they were holding right right yep and so he has to get this sponsorship from his uh boss Mm mm-hmm who's played by Tilda Swinton, but his boss is not very good. Uh, no. <laughs> and it's going to be a, a bit of a head trip of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like his boss is kind of the evil that was lurking in the portal to the other world. Because if you watch the trailer in the little end or in the thing exit uh, from his one world, there's like glowing red eyes. And then later mm-hmm. on in the trailer, Tilda Swinton has glowing red eyes. Oh, I didn't even notice that, but yeah, that makes sense. So, I don't know. We'll have to see how this all goes. Uh, there's also, uh, I can never remember his name. Or, no, that was, was that this one or was that different one that I was watching? That was a different one I was watching. Sorry. <laughs> getting my trailers mixed up. When I was watching this trailer, I was getting major uh everything everywhere all at once vibes and not just and not the like it it, it's a superhero movie sort of uh vibes but just like the outright weirdness Mm -hmm. it just Mm -hmm. seems like it's going to be a trip and a half to watch this absolutely absolutely uh so we'll have to see how this all goes definitely uh but that brings us to our next trailer for a movie that we've had before that we talked mm-hmm. about before uh it is the the new official red band trailer for no hard feelings with uh, jennifer lawrence this looks so funny <laughs> where she she gets hired by this kid's parents to date nudge nudge wink wink him do you want me to date your son or do you want me to date your son <laughs> yeah we'll have to i mean there there's so much that goes on in this trailer that i just it's gonna be cringy yes very cringy um but 
I feel like it has the potential to have a lot of heart and I feel like there's going to be a bigger message in all of this than just the whole, I guess, sex part of everything. So I don't know. I, I, I feel like it, it's got potential. It's just one of us will have to watch it to see if there is that potential. And I feel like it's going to have to be me. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a comment on this one. Okay. It's giving it's giving mid two thousands comedy vibes, and I'm here for it. I got that for sure. But yeah, there like like you said, a lot of cringe and just kind of uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> like er- early two thousands rom com kind of call it or teenage. Yeah, I'm getting those vibes for sure, definitely. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that actually brings us to our next trailer, which is the trailer for The Adults. Uh, this one is going to be in theaters in middle of August, so it's got a little bit here still. But I had heard nothing about this until this trailer. Yeah, me neither. Uh <laughs> This is Michael Sarah. Uh, basically plays uh, a brother to these other two. And it sounds like in the movie, basically their mom passed away and then he kind of just leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly for work. Possibly for something else. We don't know. And then the youngest sibling goes to college and then quits college. And then the other sibling is just kind of there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just, just living. And basically it's one of those where they all kind of come back together like you know michael Sarah's character comes back and after like three years and you know it's kind of like a a reuniting kind of reconnecting um definitely gonna be cringy at some points but kind of heartfelt drama i guess i would say so yeah which this one is also giving me early 2000s or mid 2000s Michael Sarah teenager vibes in mm-hmm. this one as well and even though he's got facial, a bit of a bit of a, a facial, facial hair going there yeah which was very weird yes very much so but I'm there for it I like I I like Michael Sarah I think yeah. he's great yeah no he's he's got some good stuff going mhm were you about to ask about where you've seen these the other two before yeah well the so. one is you just recently saw her in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. So the the youngest one, I guess, that just went to college and then just quit, uh, is Sophia Lillis, who was just in Dungeons and Dragons as Dork and was Beverly mm-hmm. in It and Young right. Beverly in It Chapter Two. Yep. Uh, and then Hannah Gross is the other one, the other sister. And I've seen her before. Yes, she was Young Penny in Joker. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Any ones that I really know? She was Debbie Midford in Mindhunter in 2017. Okay. Yeah, I guess I really don't know her from too much. Hmm, okay. Uh, but it looks... And this this honestly does look like a pretty good movie. It does. Yeah, it's going to have the, the, the heartfelt reunion kind of vibes. You know, the... Okay, so we have to get over this shared kind of trauma mm-hmm. that we've just been pushing off and pushing off uh, you know Michael Sarah is coming back in and trying to I guess figure out life 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and just normal sibling kind of fighting, I guess. Yep. Sibling shenanigans. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this one, like I said, is apparently uh, coming to theaters in August. So keep an eye out for that one. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, but that brings us to our last trailer of the night. And that is the trailer for Hidden Strike, which is a uh, collaboration between Jackie Chan and John Cena. I had no idea this, that this was even coming out. Me neither. Uh, but basically, it's about two ex-Special Forces soldiers, played by John Cena and Jackie Chan, and they ex- uh, escort a group of civilians along Baghdad's Highway of Death to the safety of the Green Zone. Uh, and apparently this takes place in the near future according yeah, to the trailer it, okay because yeah it's giving mad max vibes very much so yes <laughs> uh and i know you kind of touched on it when we were talking about it just a little bit before recording yeah mm-hmm. uh the cgi is questionable uh, very much so but um i think i can excuse that when if John Cena and Jackie Chan have good chemistry on screen, which it seems like they do. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Jackie Chan is best when he has somebody else to riff off of. Like mm-hmm. like in Rush Hour or Shanghai Nights or Noon. Right. I mean, when, when he has somebody else to riff off of, he's hilarious. Right. And I mean, like... So... We all know that John Cena, at least according to people like James Gunn, is an insane improver. Okay. Uh, so he's definitely got comedy chops, mm-hmm. just like Jackie Chan does. Right. Jackie Chan does a lot of physical stuff with his martial arts and physical comedy and stuff like that. And John Cena, you know, comes from the wrestling background. Right. Where it, there is a lot of physicality in that. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like we've seen with, you know, like The Rock and now John Cena they are able to do a lot of kind of that physical comedy as well. So I think, I think it is a very good kind of collaboration. I just didn't, didn't expect it. Yeah. It was, it just, yeah, it came out of left field. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No right field. Ah, uh, ha. <laughs> no, no, I, I definitely agree with you there. It's just like, okay, interesting. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, exactly. And what, this comes out when? Uh, no specified date, just coming soon. Okay, alright. Well, we'll have to keep an eye out on this one, because I'm, I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that is the last of our trailers. <coughs> and so that brings us to the movies that are premiering this week. Uh, and we don't have very many of them. Uh, we have two, actually. <laughs> Which is different from what we're used to these past couple of weeks where we've had like five or six. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and the first one that we have is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. This one is rated PG and will be in theaters. Uh, Miles Morales returns for the next chapter in the Spider-Verse saga, an epic adventure that will transport Brooklyn's full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man across the multiverse to join forces with Gwen, Gwen Stacy and a new team of Spider-People to face off with a villain more powerful than anything they've ever encountered. IMDb Rotten Tomatoes Metacritic did not have a score for this one. Yet. <laughs> Yet is the all-important word. Mm-hmm. 
this is uh, a lot of awesomeness. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is a movie that a lot of people have been waiting for since Into the Spider-Verse came out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many Christmases ago? Uh, I remember I was still working at the theater. Yeah. So that was a few more than a few years ago. Yeah, 2018. Wow. It was right near the uh, right near the end there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's near the yeah, cause wow. December 14th, 2018. But yeah, this movie is going to be well. Hopefully, it's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, we have already seen trailers. We, I mean, it it looks fantastic. We're getting a lot of returning cast. Or exactly. I should say, you know, we're we're getting returning cast with uh, Shmeek Moore playing Miles Morales again, uh, mm-hmm. Haley Steinfeld as Gwen Stacy, Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker, uh, and then who was it was it was um why can I not think of hold on who who Brian Tyree Henry Brian Tyree Henry um, as his dad oh yep yep okay. And Luna Lauren Velez as his mom. The mom, okay. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Uh, Rachel Dratch is playing the principal. I love that, okay. Did, did not realize that. <laughs> That's awesome. We still don't know who Andy Samberg is playing. Uh, and then Jason Schwartzman. Jason, Jason Schwartzman, there we go, is playing Spot, or Jonathan Owen. Okay. Who we've seen in the trailer. Right. Uh, we've got a lot more spider people. Oscar Isaac, Issa Rae. It's going to be... <laughs> yeah, this movie is going to be big. It is... Very much it's... so. Yeah. This this is going to basically blow everything else out of the water. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, most definitely. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff out there right now, but this one is going to be, I think, number one of the weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know for sure my number one of the weekend. Yeah. And I'm kind of surprised that they haven't released the embargo for reviews on it yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's Tuesday as of recording here. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know. that It doesn't have me worried because it, it looks amazing. But there's a slight twinge there, I guess, now. Because it's like, okay, are they holding it back because... It looks great, but it doesn't hold up. Or are they holding it back because they don't want reviews going out until basically the day of, so that there's absolutely no spoilers for anything? I mean, unless there's big things happening, but I don't know how many big things could really happen when there's another one coming out after this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, who knows? I mean, with Marvel. We'll just have to see, but at least right now, this movie looks fantastic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but that does bring us to our last movie of the week here, and that is The Bougie Man. Sorry, no, The <laughs> Boogeyman. <laughs> this one is rated PG-13 and will be in theaters. High school student Sadie Harper and her younger sister Sawyer are reeling from the recent death of their mother and aren't getting much support from their father. Will, a therapist who is dealing with his own pain. When a desperate patient unexpectedly shows up at their home seeking help, he leaves behind a terrifying supernatural entity that preys on families and feeds on the sufferings of its victims. 
IMDb did not have a score for this one. Robert Rotten Tomatoes. Robert Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 68% and Metacritic is sitting at a 60. I'm going to start calling it Bob Tomatoes. <laughs> Bob Tomatoes. <laughs> well, I mean, there is Bob the Tomato. Oh, gosh, from VeggieTales. Uh, yes. The Bougie Man. The Bougie Man. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on it? Because mine are no thank you. Um, so... I have no interest. Um, I saw the boogeyman that came out what early 2000s early ish 2000s i should say that one wasn't very good um but the direct to dvd director's cut was better than the original that came out in theaters Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i was kind of hoping that this one would be rated r but it is not, and I'm just not a fan of PG-13 horror. Um, I mean, didn't you like the? What was the one that we ju- that just came out not too long ago? Oh, well, um, Megan. Oh yeah, Megan. Yeah, yeah the Megan. Okay, that was a rare exception. <laughs> um, I wasn't expecting that one to be good, and it ended up actually being decent. So maybe I might have to check this one out just to see. But I I don't think it's going to live up to what I would like it to be. And okay. especially, LA, I'm just a, a gore hound, I guess. I, would, I, I, I like to see that stuff. And I know this just won't have it. Gotcha, gotcha. But I am happy that they're kind of going more into the Stephen King, into Stephen King's story than their own i guess take on on everything they're more going off of his his writing than their own story i guess okay okay so i guess it has promise but i don't think this one's for me gotcha all right well that is the last movie that we have for this week uh travis yes sir spider-man yay boogeyman no that is correct. I will be swinging in to see Spider-Man and then swinging out and never seeing uh, Boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yes. All right. Uh, well, do you have anything else you would like to say about any of our news or trailers or movies or anything like that? Okay. So I just found out something interesting this week. Okay. So... Obviously, with Barbie, the trailer releasing this week, um, we were talking about Ryan Gosling mm-hmm. at work, and that brought up um, La La Land, and I brought up that I hated La La Land. Okay. And, well, I have an, a, another co-worker that's a big movie buff, and he's like, well, then you probably didn't like Babylon then. And I was like, no, I never had the chance to see that, but I wanted to. It's like, why wouldn't I like Babylon? He's like, because it's exactly like La La Land. I was like, how so? <laughs> I was like, because it, it's a musical. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't watch Babylon then. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That was just my, my little take. I, was, I guess I didn't expect it. But I should have, because it's from the same director. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So I guess if you're planning on seeing Babylon, just know it's a musical. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's that's all I have to say. Travis, do you have anything else? Uh, I've got nothing, sir. All right. Well, then make sure you visit us at, at Facebook. We're at Facebook.com slash Movies Are Thing. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Movies Are Thing. No spaces, dash, slash, anything like that at Movies Are Thing. We also have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Movies Are Thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we do have that over there. Travis. Yes. I do believe it is about that time. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. Here it comes. <laughs> Kill the outro. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. Um. Okay, let's see here. I'm looking at the fifth movie in different franchises. Could watch Fast Five. Um, Technically, watch. Desolation of Smaug is the fifth oh, movie. Oh, yeah. I suppose. X-Men First Class. I suppose, I yeah. So, okay, hold on. We got... We have the three X-Men movies. What would be the fourth one, then? Uh, that would be... Would that be Wolverine Origins? Wolverine? Probably, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Rogue Nation... No, uh, Order of the Phoenix, Fast Five, You Only Live Twice, uh, Muppet Treasure Island, <laughs> uh, Terminator Genesis. <laughs> uh, I saw that at the discount theater. It was still bleh. Uh, uh, even at discount, it <laughs> you will not be back. <laughs> well, I can't go back to that theater because it's closed. But uh, yeah, Sad day. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Attack of the Clones. No, oh, yeah. So I guess it could do Attack of the Clones or it could do Empire, since M Empire is technically Episode 5. That's true, yeah. Uh, Revenge of the Pink Panther, The Deadpool from 1988, Inspector Dirty Harry Callahan, uh, Jack oh, Ryan yeah. Shadow Recruit. Okay. <laughs> Vacation. Uh, that would be the one with, uh, Ed Helms. Mm-hmm. Okay. Step it up all in. <laughs> hey, the step it up are, are okay. Final Destination 5, Saw 5. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> the Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 2. Uh, Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Resident Evil Retribution. Oh, that won't happen. Star Trek 5, The Final Frontier is way down here. Really? Wow. It's right above A Good Day to Die Hard. Uh, that's the one with Jai Courtney. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he plays his older son, son right? Yeah. Yeah. Halloween Five: The Revenge of Michael Myers. Rocky Five: Nightmare on Elm yep. Street: The Dream Child. The Seed of one. Chucky. Medea's okay Witness Protection. Gross. Friday the Thirteenth: A New Beginning. Okay. The Police Academy Five: Assignment Miami Beach. Okay. Scary Movie Five. <laughs> Ice Age Collision Course. <laughs> Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. Ooh. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Transformers, The Last Night. 
And then one that hasn't released yet, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. The Dial of Destiny. Pigs in space. No, sorry. Uh, let's see here. What is this? Scream, Star Wars, Star Trek, Rocky, Born Identity? Oh, I suppose, yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, technically Born Identity does, because Born Legacy was technically the fourth one with uh, Jeremy Renner. Yeah. And then we so just then... got Born. Yep. Or Jason Born. And we got the the return of... Why can I not remember her name? Oh, she was in the... uh, Julia Stiles? Yes, thank you. How can you forget Julia Stiles? I forgot her name. I did not forget her face. I was going to say <laughs> in the, the, the Born series and 10 Things I Hate About You... <laughs> <laughs> they they did her dirty in Jason Bourne. They did. Very much so. Dude, I was so upset when I was watching that. <laughs> like I was I was mad. I wanted to get up and get out of the theater. Like I was I was mad. <laughs> I was never really a big fan of the Bourne franchise. I only liked the first movie and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see that. Like, they, the other, they... yeah, the Stop. other two just were, were so boring to me. Like, the first one had ha had everything mm -hmm. that I loved, and then the other two just kind of were eh, eh to me. See, for me, it was more of the, as it progressed, it very much became the shaky, or shaky cam, the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like the the first one has a little bit, yeah, but it's a lot more kind of, you know, there's you know a lot of whips or whipping around and stuff like that, but it's it's stable. Right. As you go on, it's like they're sitting there and they're shaking the camera as he's just standing there. It's like, hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, hurl quick and then I'll be back. <laughs> if you're gonna spew, spew into this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, technically Shrek has five, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Or it will be getting a fifth one. Or, I guess, okay, so it depends on if you count the Puss in Boots movies as Shrek. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, Shrek is getting a fifth movie. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> I, I think that was worse than Lion King. Oh, you, you peaked there a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry, but yeah. Runtimes. Uh, let's see here. Will it actually tell me runtimes? Well, it's not telling me runtimes. How rude. How rude. Impossible. Go away. Two. Nope. Three. Four. Five. Six. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, sorry, my shoulder just like got super sore. That's weird. Uh, so, where do I... Okay, hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Oh. If you like to talk to tomatoes, if a squash can make you smile... No. You no. like to waltz with potatoes up and down the produce aisle. Have we got a show for you. I'm so glad I didn't grow up with that show. Oh. <laughs> uh, 
But why? <laughs> but why, uh, Travis? I'm good. I'm good on that one. Thank you very much. But why? It's so much fun, Travis. So much no. fun. No. No, 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 no. So much fun, Travis. I think the fact that we're talking about Veggie Tales is more scary than the fact that we're supposed to be talking about the Boogeyman right now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, Travis. I don't know why, what you got against Veggie Tales. don't know it just seemed like the right thing to do at the time and, and it made okay. you laugh so there you go okay <laughs> sure sure <laughs> nice oh man oh, look at that we ended right at 10 o'clock i can make it to my hotel job that i don't have anymore <laughs> <laughs> nice nice yeah 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 we'll see how yep. this all goes sounds good to me I'm gonna go try to get some sleep. Maybe apply to another job or three and then try to get some sleep. Alright, sounds good, man. You have yourself a good night, man. You too. Alright, goodbye now. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.